you're the only constant. And this is where trusting yourself comes in. Trusting yourself is not thinking that you're going to get it right every time. Trusting yourself is knowing you won't, but also knowing you're going to figure it out anyway. Hey guys, welcome back or welcome if you are new here to the Attainable Podcast. Um, If you are new, hi, my name is Sarah Boss. I uh, was a chemist turned creative and on this podcast we kind of talk about the ins and outs of finding yourself, life in your 20s, as messy as that can be, how to find your purpose, how to find joy and happiness in your life, Um, and kind of all with a very practical and slightly sarcastic (laughs) approach. So um, if that sounds like something you would like, then stick around. We would love to have you. Um, One thing, thank you guys so much. We reached 4,000 downloads, which holy crap, that's really cool. Um, So I did want to take a quick quick little pause to thank you guys so much for supporting the show every time that you share and um, you, you know, you guys DM me or share it on your stories, all that kind of stuff. It means so much. And so I wanted to um, just take a moment for you guys because you guys are the what are the people that make this show possible. So Today, uh, if you've been listening to the last couple episodes, I have been interviewing some guests that I felt were kind of experts or, um, you know, had a really good take on the subject of trusting yourself. And by the title, you could probably tell that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I wanted to give some tips on how I've been practicing trusting myself and go in depth into all of what that means. So... Back in college, um, and you might be able to relate to this in college or, or in high school, whatever, you know, in school, I did not have this problem of not trusting my own decisions. I had full confidence, probably more confidence than I needed, um, and trust in myself. And I thought, you know, I felt like I knew exactly what I was doing. However, that was in an environment where it made it very easy to identify the boxes that you needed to check in order to get from A to B. So when I walked across the stage on graduation day, I felt I was like, I am the best. I was so proud of, you know, everything I had done. I was smiling. I was like, this is great. I did it all right. I checked the boxes that they told me to check and I am on my way. I have been successful and now the rest of my life, let's just continue the success. Here's a problem. Unfortunately, when you get out of the school system, those same rules don't apply No one is telling you how to get a good grade or how to do life right. And all of a sudden, we have to completely change the way that we've measured success. Nobody told us that we needed to do that, nor did they prepare us to do that. And it's because there's no right answer. So there's no right way to do life. How do you know if you're doing it wrong? What do you do when there are no checkboxes, there's no grades, there's no curriculum, there's no way to know if you're on the right track? Like, we can't even do a litmus test, like, look around, hey, you know, life, are we headed where we're supposed to go? We have no idea. And this is where we have to adjust is honestly a soft word. I honestly think we have to, like, flip it on its head. Adjust our definition of succeeding, progressing, maybe even living if you're somebody who has kind of attributed um, like proper living as productivity, um, which I think a lot of us do. And we completely have to rethink 
how we think of success and like the progress of our life because we have attributed that progress, that productivity that we could see, we could measure, and we could control to our happiness. A lot of, you know, that makes us feel good to know that we're doing it right. And we don't feel good when we don't know if we're doing it right. So let's back up because this isn't to say that you can't like get from A to B, but the difference is we are associating A, where we are, as like not good enough, and B, where we quote, feel like we should be, as the answer to happiness. When we get to B, that is when we can be happy. So, and happiness is is what we're ultimately looking for. Whenever we're setting these goals, whenever we're, you know, trying to do something, we're ultimately looking to feel good. We're looking to be happy. But there's a couple problems with this, as you can probably um, even hear as we're talking about it. One, we all know life is unpredictable and nothing happens like we think it's going to happen. I mean, think about your life like right now. Could you have predicted this a couple years ago? No. And so when we say, okay, I want to get to B, but we need B to, you know, we say B is going to look a certain way. It's impossible to picture what B is going to look like. It's impossible to picture where you're going to be in a couple years. Even if you set a really nice vision and you, you know, you work hard. I'm not saying you didn't accomplish what you wanted to accomplish, but I guarantee it's not going to look like what you think it's going to look like. So trying to make a set path from A to B without even being able to actually see where you're going, there's some flawed logic. (laughs) And Based on this idea of, okay, if I I have to, you know, get from A to B and I'm going to put these steps in place, you can't be happy until you reach that certain point. And that, that just kind of sounds miserable. So if you can't control the future, which we've established, and you can't completely control like how you get there, you know, we could put those goals in place, but there you really don't know what's going to happen in order to get you to like wherever you're going to be in three, five, 10 years. How do you like what can you control? You. You're the only constant. And this is where trusting yourself comes in. Trusting yourself is not thinking that you're going to get it right every time. Trusting yourself is knowing you won't, but also knowing you're going to figure it out anyway. So I'm going to share some of the practical ways that I've been practicing trusting myself and building this self-confidence and rewiring my brain in the way that it thinks of success and therefore making me happier. Um, And the goal of these tips that I'm going to give you is to get you to a place where one, you're not afraid of change. Two, you're not worried about what you'll accomplish. You're not thinking in the future and putting this pressure like you have to do all these things. What if I don't get there? What if I don't accomplish what I want to? What if I don't make it wherever that it is? Three, you'll have complete faith in your own abilities and four, you don't need confirmation from others that you're doing okay. Okay. Now, 
Let's talk about that. So here are some practical ways um, that I've kind of tried to exercise this muscle as I've understood it to gain that self-confidence and gain that complete trust in myself. The whole like phrase, like go with your gut, listen to your gut. This is us finding that gut. So first thing that you'll do is stop asking for other people's opinions. I know like some people like can't pick a sweater without consulting someone and or they can't pick where they're going to eat without checking if it's okay or they can't go out with their friends before sending pictures and how they look to see if like somebody else can validate like they look good whatever and that bleeds into the important decisions you have to make and your ability to trust yourself to actually make those decisions. If you're consulting other people for the sweater you're going to wear that day, then you are telling yourself along the lines that when it comes to a place where you have to decide something about your career or you have an idea and you decide if you're going to go for it or not, you're not going to trust that you should do it. You should you know, make that decision. You're not going to trust that at all. You're going to say, oh, I kind of want to do this. So you're going to consult all these different people say, hey, kind of like what I want to do this. What do you think? Um, I'm thinking of this idea. What, you know, what do you, what do you think about that? Like, I want to create this. Like, does this seem really, you know, we do this and we do it often. And I recognized this like several years ago. And so I've gotten out of this little quirk that I've been doing for several years. I'm not saying like, this is the best way to do it, but um, I just kind of noticed it that when I had an idea or I I had something that I was really excited about, I will keep it to myself. Like, I won't tell anyone. Um, Now, this is like slightly toxic behavior, but the reason that I do that is because I don't want people, anyone's opinion, dictating my decisions. If I don't do it or if I do it, I want it to be on my own terms. I won't tell my mom, I won't tell Joseph, and it drives Joseph especially crazy, but I just, I want to keep it in my world until I kind of have the confidence to bring it out of the world or out of like my little world into the, you know, into the light where other people will have opinions about it. So to practice, like if you're somebody who does this, like, you know, that, oh my, like, oh my gosh, yes, I am definitely the one. Every time I go to pick an outfit, every time I go to pick anything, like I have to send it to people to, you know, get their validation, whatever. That's, it's fine. Don't feel bad, but practice making these like little decisions. When you're about to ask somebody like, hey, is this good? Or what do you think about this? Take a moment. Don't let yourself do that and just make a decision. Recognize when you're about to do that and say, you know what? This is me. I'm going to decide what sweater I'm going to wear. I'm going to decide where we're going to go for dinner. When you're in a big group of friends and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do, be that friend that is really neat and says, hey, why don't we do this? Instead of everybody looking at you and say, I don't know, I don't know, what do you want? Like, start being that person. Step up and say, hey, like, why don't we do this? They either shut it down, they don't, whatever. Either way, you're practicing being decisive and trusting that, hey, I have a decision, I'm going to say it out loud, and I'm going to move forward with that decision. It's one thing to ask someone for expertise, and it's another to ask someone for affirmation. There's a quote I saw on Pinterest, because that's where you get your wisdom, Um, and it said, stop asking directions from people who have never been where you want to go. I'm like, that, that, thank you, that right there, that makes a whole lot of sense, because I'll ask, especially like the business and stuff, you know, I'll ask people's opinions 
Because that's of like where I hold my most of my insecurity. I it's uncharted territory. I don't. I never know if I'm making the right decision because I'm making it up as I go, and that's literally my job is to make this whole thing up and then you know hope for the best. And so I will ask like, hey, like, what do you think of this, or do you like this podcast episode, or do you meh? to people who don't like? I mean, I love them. I value their opinion, but they they have not been where I'm trying to go. They haven't grown the same business, like none of that. And that doesn't serve you. It just like, I'm sure they mean well and you mean well by asking their opinion, but don't ask for the opinion of somebody who isn't where you want to be. Recognize this behavior when you know you're you're you have the urge to ask someone and see it and say, okay, am I looking for knowledge, expertise, etc.? Or am I looking for validation? Am I looking for somebody to affirm that I'm doing okay? Number two, okay? We're going to find our gut and learn to use it. I didn't want to just say trust your gut because that literally helps nobody. I found that your gut is like something to literally find within yourself and then learn how to use it, learn how to listen. When everything feels like out of control, you have to have something to remind you that it'll be fine. Like you have to have something that you can nail yourself to, you know, a pole to hang on when the wind is going really strong to say it it's going to be fine. Like of all of this that's swirling around me, everything that I can't hold on to, this I can hold on to every time. That is your gut. And the way that you find your gut and then go forward with using your gut, trusting your gut is... Think of your gut like gut. That's such a gross word, but you guys know what I mean. Think of your gut as like a companion. And then think of all the ways life up to now could have gone wrong. So many things could have gone wrong, but so many things went right. And look at where you are today. So this companion's sitting next to you saying, "Uh, excuse me. I've gotten you to here. What makes you think I can't get you there? What makes you think that you have to turn and look at all these other people who have no idea what you're doing, have nothing to do with you in order to decide like where you need to go? What? I'm right here. I struggle with this, especially like the the feeling of, okay, is it going to be okay? Like, how do I know like it's going to be fine? I always think of my mom, like my mom is the strongest, hardest working, just, I mean, an incredible, incredible person. And she had like a crazy childhood. Like she was a arm or not army brat, Navy brat. She moved around a lot. She like, didn't like school. She didn't do well in school. She would skip classes. She like hot wired cars and stole them. She had, you know, like worked as a bartender at like 14 or something. Crazy stories. Like all these type of things where she's like, look, I was wild and I like messed up a lot. But then I look like at all these things. I hear these stories and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. Like all these things that she had to go through. But she turned out amazing. I couldn't ask for a better mom or a stronger woman to look up to. And so that's my example. So you might need to find somebody in your life that you know 
was it complete like crazy person, you know, had a wild past or whatever. They of all people will know, hey, I made it out. Like you'll get there wherever there is. And if you're a person of faith or spirituality, like this can be paired with like the understanding that whoever is looking out for you, whoever created you, gave you the tools that you need. And this kind of leads into the next point. So number three, learn to use your feelings and not emotions, not emotions. Because when you're emotional, like we know what that feels like when you're in the height of emotion, that is not a space to make a decision, but learn to understand your feelings, that place where you know something is or isn't right. When you've been in a situation, like this is just like you get, you feel you're like, this is, this just feels right. And that's kind of all the explanation you have for it is just feels right. That, tune into that. What feels good? Can you close your eyes and picture a compass and you're trying to figure out where you want to go? And then can you shut your mind off so that you can actually see it? So you can actually see where it points. Your mind lies. Your gut doesn't. My gut told me to pursue, that I needed to pursue creativity. And my mind told me that it wasn't a real career. My gut told me to quit the job. And my mind said, no, you need to keep that salary. My gut told me to start the podcast. And my mind said, no, no, what, no one will listen. Your mind will lie. It doesn't think that it's lying. It's not trying to lie. It's trying to protect you. That's its job. So when you feel these feelings, you feel these fears and you, you know, it's all mixed up and you're just, tr- you're trying to feel whatever, you know, you're like, I can't feel anything right now because it feels crazy. Okay. Take a pause and say, okay, like I understand my mind. It's just doing its job. It's trying, it's trying its best. It's trying to protect me. It's trying to make sure I don't get hurt. Like, that's cool. Thank you. Thank you. But you're not driving. You're not driving these decisions. You're not the one with the map. I want you to take a moment and like entertain the idea that you already have it. Whatever it is, I don't know what it is. You probably don't even know what it is, but you know you want it. I want you to close your eyes and think, unless you're driving, of course, but just take a moment to just play around with this concept. What if you already know? What if you already have the answers? What if what you'll need, you know, to get to wherever, what if, what if you already have that inside? So if that's true... You can simply enjoy creating life now, not wishing for something later. Enjoy building your life, creating the life that you want, creating your dreams, where you just bring everything that's inside of you out into the real world. And that's all you're doing. You're like, I already got it. I are, it's sufficient. I am, I've already, it's fine. I'm not trying to make myself into something that's worth whatever. I'm not trying to, you know, achieve a state of being that is, you know, better than this, which then makes me enough. I am just creating the life that I want because I have what it takes. I have the tools. I don't need to look at other things. 
I don't need affirmation from other people. I don't need all these things that I think I need or, you know, will just pacify a fear. Like, you don't need any of that. When I started really thinking about this concept, I found that pole. You know, I found that sticking place in me, realizing that I am the only constant. Throughout this entire thing, the only thing that hasn't changed is that I'm in it and I'm the one dictating things and I'm the one making decisions. And so far, I don't know, I did pretty good. Like I'm feeling pretty good. You know, there's days where I feel kind of crappy, but altogether, like I look around and I'm like, you know what, buddy, you did, you did just fine. And then I realized, okay, I don't have to fear anymore. I don't have to, like I was, oh, I'm tired of feeling like I'm chasing something I don't have. Do you know what I mean? Do you feel that? Do you feel like you're running and trying to chase this life, this career, this aspiration, this whatever that you don't have and that you won't feel complete, you won't feel whole, you won't feel like you made it until you have that? Like, I'm tired of it. And that's quite frankly, bullshit. Like, let's be honest. And, and I liked this idea because I realized, you know, it didn't take away from working hard. Like I'm a hard worker anyway. And my guess, if you're listening to this, is you are too, like it didn't take away from accomplishing what I wanted to accomplish. It didn't take away from me saying, okay, what do I want my dream life to look like? Cause like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, obviously I want to make more money than I do currently. I want to do bigger things. I like, there are plenty of things that I want to do. The difference is I could see those things and it didn't make me feel like I lacked. It made me feel like I already had it. It wasn't, oh, you know, that's where I'm going to get to, but I'm not there yet. It's wow, how exciting. Look at look at what I'm building. It's almost like if I could paint a picture of what this life is going to look like and like hold it up to somebody, I wouldn't be saying, here's where I'm not yet. I'd be saying, look at where we're going. That's pretty cool. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this uplifted you and helped tie this idea together. You know, going past the stupid phrase, trust your gut, like what does that mean? I wanted to define it and I wanted to give you some practical ways to actually go about doing that. And you can't really go somewhere without picturing where you wanna go. So I hope I was able to paint that picture a little bit for you. Um, if you have any questions, like I'm still on this journey, we love that word here. Um, and I'm still doing the things that will hopefully make me even more confident and make me trust my gut even more. Um, if you need any help, just DM me. Um, you can DM the podcast Instagram at attainable podcast, um, or me at Sarah Eboss, um, on Instagram. If you're not following either of those, you totally should. Um, I post my, like pretty much my, my life. Um, and then of course attainable podcast, um, we post about when the podcast goes up anytime we're doing any events or giveaways, um, or like inspiring quotes, all those type of things. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope you're doing well wherever you are. I'm wishing you all the best. I love you so, so very much. 
Hope you feel that. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.